Hey. <laughs> oh my god. I'm hey. back. Uh, what up, beautiful people? Or beautiful back. people. I don't know if you wanted us, but we're back. <laughs> I mean, like the 10 people who did listen to this, we got good feedback. So, like, we're out with another one. Let's say it's up to 30 minutes of that. Because couldn't be mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, episode two. So what's this week's topic going to be about, Kaylee? You and your issues. <laughs> Let's just say I have a lot to uncover. I'm truly like an onion, you know? Like, so many layers, you just need to peel off. <laughs> peel that. You know? And like, as you, like, peel it, it just makes you cry more and it makes you hate it more, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the fact though? Like, if you look back to all the people in my life, that's facts. And it literally happened like yesterday too. I know. <laughs> okay, where are we going to start in my issue? Like, you don't even know where to start. Dude, even I didn't know where to start when I was writing your essay. <sighs> Friggin. Where did we start? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Kaylee has written a couple of my essays. Oopsies. Um yeah, this is all over the place already. It's only like two minutes in. But where do we start, Kaylee? I don't know where to start. Do we start with like the curly daddy issues? Yeah, that sounds that sounds like <laughs> it's the root of the issue. Literally, my daddy issues are so prominent. Like probably from like what middle school? Mm-hmm. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. It's been an interesting path to finding myself, and I still don't know what I am. But like, okay. we're getting there. Um, it's a vibe, I guess. I think. Okay, um, where do we even start? I don't know. I, I genuinely okay, don't know where to start. Um, I don't either. Okay, um, what do I, I think, uh, shit, we're, let's talk about the fact that, like, growing up, I, would, I don't really want to put it out there, but I went through a lot growing up, like, especially stuff at home, and I grew up in, like, mostly white area, like, a little white area, like, in my school, I'd probably be, like, the only brown kid, and growing up, I faced a lot of racism, which I didn't know was racism, and, like, I'd go, like, put, like, oh, maybe that's blonde blue eyes. I would be treated differently. Like all the subtle thoughts I never knew was like inner racism. If that makes sense? Like you just yeah, don't I, know. I, I did the same oh thing God. when I was younger. Like I always wanted to be white really? because they got treated better. Mm-hmm. No, I specifically remember in like around like fourth grade maybe, I wanted to be those blonde, blue eyes justice models who did dance and you know, to cheer. I wanted to be them. Not like the little Indian kid with like oiled up hair and piggy tails. Who played? Who was like a chess champion? I know. Like, no, I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to be included, you know. And I feel like going into sixth grade is when shit started happening. <sighs> Middle school is just not a fun time. I, I know. know a lot of 
people like enjoyed it. I just genuinely hated it. No bueno. Uh-huh. And then I just realized, like, if you go on TikTok now, girls talk about how they were groomed online, and it's such a normal thing. And I didn't even know this is called grooming. You know, I didn't know it was grooming. Like up until like two months ago. No, not even two months ago. A month ago. Can we? Like, <laughs> girl. Uh, sorry, I'm recording in my room, and like, there are girls here. Ew. I know. Like, uh, like, I didn't even know grooming was a thing. Like, a casual person on, like, Snapchat over the age of, like, 20 would hit me up by trade, and I'd be like, yes. I'd be like, okay, you know what? <laughs> this is a good idea. Let's go with it. <laughs> Not too fast, honestly. Yeah, it's it good, but I like laughing. Honestly, yeah. Same. It's just laughing always. It's like some of the things too young. Way too young. I feel like that definitely changed how I look at boys and how I used to use them. Guys, listen to it. Used to, not anymore, because I got used to like a day ago. Okay, guys, I kind of got played. Um, it's okay. It's I, like, moved on, like, three hours. It literally, it took her, like, a few hours, and then in the morning, I got a text, like, hey, I got accepted by my mother, and <laughs> I decided to get ties with him. <laughs> and I was like, dang, the second you move no, on. No, like, next person. <laughs> no, because, like, okay, like, the thing is, I do truly care a lot. And I do attach myself very fast. But when I say I'm done, I'm done. Like, I detach myself very quickly. Like, if I say I'm done, like, for real, I'm done. Like, I can be, like, the most sentimental and most emotional person you will ever meet. Because, like, I will go through, like, 15 emotions in, like, two minutes. But as soon as I, like, am done with your bullshit, I will turn into one cold, like, heartless motherfucker. Sometimes that scares me. But, like, genuinely, you remember, like, when we started meeting, like, when we, like, started talking again in April, how we went through boys so fast because I was like not, I was still upset about Nick. Like I just used them one by one. I'm not proud of it, but I mean, the guys were hot, but like, I'm not proud of it. The guys were hot. <laughs> I mean, they were, I mean, like, come on, they were like D1 athletes and footballers. Like obviously oh. they were hot. Bro, the difference between the guys you get and the guys I get, I get the guys with like the weird box haircut that like are really into trucks and are like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, dude, my standards are like white skater boy with eye bags and smoke, <laughs> and you're like on the opposite side of that spectrum. You don't meet that. Okay, but like my spectrum, like the guys that I like are totally different from the guys that I pull. And the guys that I pull are like four different species, like not even breeds, species. Like there's the preppy white boys, club boys who like live on their daddy's money. Then there's the athletes who probably have a nicotine or alcohol addiction. Or sex one and then those are these cute little shy little nerds you know you always have a spot yeah like a soft spot for them and then there are the skater boys slash stoners who will literally break your back so you know a girl has her feet <laughs> it's always the skinny ones i have a broad spectrum but i think i stick to like certain certain types of people <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Because oh, I feel like I like every guy you've seen you dated. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let's not talk about their exes. That's the story for another time. Oh but. my god. <laughs> okay, so yeah, those are my types. They're totally different from the guys that I actually like. Is it so different? Because like when I genuinely like someone, I always get played. And then when I'm not interested in anyone or anything, I get the guys who want me. It makes no absolute sense. Like, Keely has dealt with this so many times where I genuinely like a guy, and there's these four different guys who are like, let me take you on a date, like, and I'm like, but I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm mostly attached to someone else. Couldn't be me. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. And I attach myself to the most emotionally unavailable guys. You do, and it hurts you in the end. Like, girl, did you not just learn from the Like, the pain. I like the pain it causes. <laughs> you really said so <laughs> Trigger warning. Yeah, but like seriously, it's become a problem. Like if you look at all the guys I've liked, they're um, emotionally unavailable guys and they're not the, the they don't just seem like my anxiety. And once I'm like totally like detached myself, and I'm just like why did I put myself through that? But the thing is, I like to brag about is I find the low-key guy just about their, just the, before like they blossom into like, you know, that like, makes sense, right? Just before they hit puberty. Like I created you. Shush. Mm-hmm. I find all the low-key guys, which makes me kind of happy. I see it. Like, and sometimes you would look good with the guys that like chase you too, and you're just like, no, I like this guy that is not emotional at all. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I went through this whole phase in the beginning of quarantine. I think a lot of girls did too. Their little hope phase where they would talk to multiple guys, and you know, most girls would do like what four to five, maybe like four to five guys, maybe like an hour away or like after school oh no i'm gonna expose myself right now they're probably like uh more than like 200 people on the east coast couple in our school which all end up being seniors people in our district seniors and then a couple of people over 18 which i'm not proud of and then there's people out of the country like i've been everywhere like if you look over snap map it's just like tokens of people in my countries girl it's kind of bad okay i feel like i went through that same phase but i like you like in the pool of people that like did it and then blocked them right after Uh, i mean i blocked like a couple of them but like have you seen my block list it just goes on and on I added more today. Like, I went through, like, my whole contacts, and I was like, who do I not want anymore? And I just kind of, like, blocked them. Oh, girl. I'll send you it. I'll send you it, actually. Okay, then. Say less. But, like, yeah. That was that was one phase. And you know how we keep talking about, like, how we should, like, run away to Europe and, like, our sugar daddies and stuff like that? I'm sure I have a couple of guys who are, like, willing, you know? I can't see it, but I'm making a face. It's like, bro. I mean, say less. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, like, the only thing I'm grateful for out of this whole, like, phase is that I did not actually get sexually active with any of them. Yes. So I'm, like, 
clapping like sound. like if anyone did if any girl or guy or whatever you are did then like good for you go for it but like for me i know i've regretted so much if i did go through that yeah it's no bueno mm-hmm. so this is where i think the daddy issues come up i feel like kaylee okay. firsthand saw it like since she started to get to know me like the guys i went for and the guys that I like and how much like there's one thing before like she gets into it I want to talk about is how much daddy issues are romanticized and like sexualized like yes the girl who generally has it or guy want to be literally degraded in bed and like bruised and like choked till there's no breath to, to breathe and they seem to enjoy it yeah there's that side but then what about the emotional vulnerable side yeah like how does that really affect a person you know like yes there's sexual benefits if a guy enjoys that but what about the other side that people don't really pay attention yeah and I feel like Kaylee really saw that this year yeah but genuinely I feel like you really don't see that (laughs) I would also like to accentuate to everyone that daddy issues should not be sexualized in any way Mm-hmm. okay yes you guys think it's like quirky and like you argue with your dad like once and you're like i have daddy issues uh-huh. and like yes the neighborhood the song is good slaps. it slaps, slaps. it's hard okay but mm-hmm. like it's not like you're like you get so uncomfortable near your dad because you're scared of him yeah <laughs> those are daddy issues you are genuinely scared to be around him and you can't establish an emotional connection with your dad like it is hard you guys mm-hmm. don't understand it yeah it's like not only like the emotional like there's no connection between you just feel awkward you don't know how to start a conversation yeah Maybe like the last time you generally talked to them was probably like years ago and which you can't remember it's a, it's a lot of things and like you can't really find the words to describe it but it's just like this unsettling feeling that you're never going to be close again or you never will be it's just like the emotionally distant father figure. Yes, so don't sexualize it. Okay. Anyways, going mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I needed to say Go that. ahead, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you've definitely seen a lot more this year. Like, just genuinely 2020, you've seen it a lot. Like, middle school was there, like, here and there. Like, it was a little prominent. But I feel like this year is such, like, an it went like, very emotional growth really did like damn like I just look back and I'm like holy shit I did that and I went through that holy what okay mm-hmm. should we use um him as an example you know who I'm talking about who him I have like five guys in my head but <laughs> issues with Oh, yeah. Oh, ooh, Chicken Little. Can we call him Chicken yes. Little? Yeah, Chicken Little. We're going to call him Chicken Little because I know, like, he's listening to this, so this is about you. Wait, he's listening to this? Yeah, he, oh, yeah, I can tell you he listens. He's like, why did you talk about me? Like, I mean, as you should, though, I hope you know you're garbage and I will fight you. <laughs> Period. I will throw hands. Okay. Like, we did <laughs> fight his girlfriend in seventh grade. Oh. I remember I got into a fight with him um, when we were friends in eighth grade and he was like I forgot what he told me mm-hmm. but I think he threatened to like beat me up and I was, it was like, so insignificant I was like girl no you're not you're not going to 
I will literally sit on your head. I will <laughs> sit on your head. You know, girl, I am heavy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's start off with chicken little. I'm sorry. <laughs> Huh. Where do we? Where do you even want to start? Don't like to unlock with him. Oh, well, let's like keep it short because um, he does not deserve that many words oh, about him. Time. Okay. Huh. Okay. How about we like start off with what was wrong with him? Sure. And, like, how like why, you, sure. why you were attracted to him the way you were. Oh my god, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, I feel like I know literally everything that was wrong with him just because you told me everything about him. Every, every single thing, like, she knows everything. Like, I know every screenshots of how he talked and everything, yeah. Okay, so I will just like to let you guys know that he is very egotistical, very self-centered. He has a godlike complex. He does not like to like to. on and be happy. Um, he, I feel like he just did not like to see you thrive at mm -hmm. all. Like every time you like got to a point where you were like, "Yes, clean, your bae," he was like, "No, we're gonna put you down again." He like made sure you were down there, and he got people to like back him up to make sure you down there too. Like he got his like little girl mm -hmm. on the garage there. To put you down yet again and i was like girl i will slam you but okay anyways yeah he's a horrible person hope mm -hmm. you guys know that hope you know that if you're listening to this does the debbie ryan <laughs> i really hope like you get like the thing is before you even get into like why you think i liked him it's because i genuinely started getting feelings for him because he was a nice guy in the beginning like genuinely he was a good guy i don't know what the and I'm like, anyway, I don't know what the hell happened. Like, he just changed like a whole like 96, 4, 5, 3 degrees. <laughs> like, for real. Like, three pancake flips, <laughs> if you're thinking about uh, it. Yeah, like, he just turned like manipulative and toxic and he was like gaslighting me. And I was like, I didn't even know all these things. Like, did you know I can technically sue him? Mm -hmm. Like, I do not know that. I technically can. And the thing is, before like she gets into it, Let's just say the amount of shit he put me through. Like I've been so patient, but like if he if he genuinely pisses me off one more time, I can go to like his school, like the super like his district superintendent or principal, and I can literally show them the screenshots and, and literally every single thing that he has done to me so far, and literally make sure his ass never goes to even community college. Like I feel like all the guys underestimate us because like we will ruin your lives. I hope you guys know that. Because we have the evidence, you can't hide it forever. Yeah, it's the like I save almost everything I do unless I trust mm -hmm. deeply. Mm -hmm. I save Which is very rare. And like, if you even show signs of like emotionally abusing me, which I'm very good at spotting because it's happening to mm -hmm. me, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I just save it and I'm like, okay, so if you want to do that, I will literally mm -hmm. make sure you don't even make it out of high school. I hope yeah, exactly. That. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Just hoping you're listening to that, Chicken Little. And you know why I chose this nickname? It's because I used to call him this. So I know he's exactly going to think it's to him because he's listening to me. And like, you know what? I have the freedom to talk. 
because I'm not putting any like harm out there. I'm just stating general facts too. Where there's no lies being spread. There's still general things that happen to me. And I have the right to speak about it and I have the right to hold some things to myself. And I have the right to talk about it because it genuinely affected me as a person. Like, yes, was I too young to deal with this? Very. I was too young. But it happened. And I can't do anything to stop it. I can't do anything to take it back. Because if I do, it might have made me a worse person if I never went through this, to be honest. I probably would have been like a stuck-up person Mm -hmm. even until now. And like, as much as I hate him, he did teach me a lot of things. Very hard lesson. But... Just letting him know that if it happens to literally anybody else I know, or to his girlfriend, or if he's just pissing me off one more time, those are going to be his consequences, and I'm not afraid to take them. Like as I, I was a, I was naive before, but I'm not anymore, and I hope he knows that. Period. Okay. So I don't. Should we start with like eighth grade? Because I met you in eighth grade. Yeah. Okay. So. Mhm. Yeah. He was actually a very decent person in eighth grade. Actually, more decent than he was now. So, like, I would like to say he was more just tolerable. That's the thing. Genuinely don't know the entire story then. Because, like, I think before then, he was, like, very Mm -hmm. lovable. You actually did like him for a reason. And I could see why you liked him. I would have liked him, too, honestly. Not really. The summer? I mean, no, honestly, really, he wasn't likable the summer. Not really, but, like, it was okay. But then the summer, going into eighth grade, when I started, like, Everything went down. I told you about the hospital incident and everything, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a really rough ride, guys. Anyways, okay. So eighth grade, basically, okay. So she was like telling me about Nick. Sorry. <laughs> it like slipped my mind. Okay. I love my life. Well, okay, well, hi. Oh, yeah. What? You guys didn't hear that? <laughs> okay. You're calling him Tick. Okay. No, Chicken Little. Rick. Yeah. Tickle Rick. <laughs> oh, Rick. Yes. I'm going to call him. Go ahead. Okay. So, Tickle Rick, my guy, was like, hey, bae. He hit her up. He's like, hey, bae. Um, I'll meet you at, like, Boonacres. And that was, like, the park by our school, I guess. It was, like, right there. Mm-hmm. Literally right here, our school. Yeah. And she was like, okay, say less. I like this guy. And I was like, okay, I support this. I really like this. Do it. She went, and he didn't show up. He didn't. Three times. It happened three times. He, it, yeah, it just, it happened three times. Was it during that same year, or did it go into freshman year? Same same year okay yeah it went into the same year three times in the same year were you guys like you know before they know that you have to know like how he hit me up he's like i still like you yeah every time he hit her up he's like hey i still have feelings and we were like oh and we were like kind of dumb at that (laughs) at that age so we were like say less and then we needed validation yeah, I was like, go, Hima, go, get yeah, your yeah. hands. <laughs> no, don't get your hands. <laughs> that mm-hmm. isn't your hands. <laughs> Literally, okay. And th- that was basically all of eighth grade year, but then, like, 
towards the end, he started getting more toxic because he started a freaking fight with me. Okay, let me tell you why the fight happened too. I remember it was because we were like, wait, but are you going to ask her out? And he was like, um, yeah, but I want to do it in person. And he was like, why are you pressuring me? And then I remember he started being dry and he started like panicking about it. So I was like, so why aren't you texting her as much? And he's like, because I'm busy. And I was like, okay, but just because you're busy doesn't mean you can't like text her your free time. And I remember he got really triggered about that because he's like, you don't know my life. I do like X, Y, Z. And I had these many extracurriculars and I do all of this stuff. I have no time to do anything. And I was like, sir, I'm just as busy and I still talk to people. Um, like, I, like, I understand the busy schedule. I genuinely understand that as someone who has, like, everything. Like, I get busy schedules are different for everyone. But, like, he had such a short temper. He couldn't talk to me about it. And let's not talk. Let's talk about the fact that we had this toxic cycle of blocking and then unblocking each other every two days. Then, like, it sounds like nothing. But going through it at that time as such an emotional person was literally on the rocks and going through that with someone she a person thought she loved which I never did it was just an attachment but with going through that with someone she thought she loved it was very painful honestly I felt like every time that happened he literally took like a piece of me and it like I literally I was like a glass like you know vase and he was taking a piece of it like every single time and he started getting like more fragile started like breaking mm-hmm. like damn the analogy but like like okay writer like, hey, well she should, should be like proud miss pacheco i hope you're proud but you know period yeah basically that's just the entire thing i'm blocking and i'm blocking and then he like guilt tripped her a lot into like saying okay but i did this for you so you should be doing this for me and Mm -hmm. like you need me it was the same reason all the time too do you remember the same reason so like before i moved here i got into this fight i remember on field day i got into this fight with this girl and I got in trouble and I was about to be suspended. And you know what? Going into that fight, I already knew what was going to be. Like, you know, I already knew I was going to get suspended. Like, I didn't care. I was very impulsive and I knew my decisions. And I knew my choices. And I was like, you know what? Okay, if that's what I get for being your ass, it was well-deserved. And you know what? I'm going to go through it. But he, what he did was he lied for me. And he said that, no, she was talking, like the girl I thought. He was like, oh, she said some stuff about Hima. He did it. He covered my back. But here's the thing, was it appreciated at the time? Yes. But did I ask, did I ask him? No. Never. I never asked him at all. When I got into that situation, I knew what I was putting myself in through. Like, here's one thing about me. I'm impulsive. Yes, I can be reckless. Yes. But at the end of the day, no matter what I did, I always accept my consequences. I always accept what's thrown at me, no matter how much I hate it or not. And I never asked for his help. Like, Yes, sure, it was nice, but he can't use that same reason for the next three years Yeah, to make me feel bad, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Jeez, my blood pressure is, like, going up right now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, man, like, I just don't like talking about him, but this is our therapy, so. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> the way her daddy issues come in is okay let me look at symptoms of like daddy issues in girls <laughs> because oh god i feel like Yuli is really gonna like kind of expose me because she's been through it really throughout all 
And I never really like heard her like explain how she's seen it in her eyes, which is going to be kind of like new, you know? Yeah. So, holy shit, I'm kind of scared. Okay, I think he's not the only guy. Point like one of the most prominent ones. Okay, she. This is gonna sound very morbid, and trust me, she does have those like moments of confidence where she's like, "Oh, I'm fly, I look hot," but like she genuinely does not care for herself. (laughs) She does not love herself as much as she's supposed to, and like Bay, what's wrong? You're Bay. I say Bay a lot now. Yeah, I love it. Um. She ha- she has a really hard trusting guy she's with. And when I do trust them, I over trust them. Yeah. Um, she also needs happened yesterday. <laughs> she needs validation from guys, and as you guys heard, older guys most of the time. She really likes old guys. Oh my god! And you know what? Some of them are fine. Some of them are fine men. Okay. Like <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> period. But there are some ones where I'm like Hima. That guy's a grandpa. <laughs> um, yes. Um, breakups aren't just devastating. They are catastrophic. And I stand by that one. Because... It's like a hurricane of like... Jesus. Um, you like inciting jealousy. And any other reactions. I'm petty. To display the effect you have on the guy that you're with. And that was really well said. I know. Um, in your relationships, you're as jealous and overprotective as you like. You're very jealous and overprotective, and I like what's it's okay. It's not like being overprotective; it's being territorial. Like yeah, in a relationship, you're technically mine. Like not like possessive way, but we're in a relationship because we like each other and we're each other's you know it's not being overprotective and being possessive it's being territorial like do I want other girls to look at my guy no like shoot period go like eat a pigeon or something I don't know I know (laughs) okay so next one you need unreasonable levels of reassurance let me say oh that one like friends not just with guys she needs it from everyone. Like, I'll just be saying, like, Bay, you're hot. And, like, trust me, you're fine. You're fine. Like, you're enough. You're hot. <laughs> you're good enough. Trust me. And she's like, you sure, though? Are you sure? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. No, that's like a little thing. Like, are you sure? Yeah, she's like, are you sure, though? Are you sure this picture's cute enough? Like, yes. It's hot. Okay. Um, I think that goes along with that. I'm really hard on myself, like in every aspect, not just with guys, not just with friends, not just with family. Literally every aspect of my life, I'm very hard on myself, and yeah. I like to admit that. Um, you're more sexual with older guys. Yeah. yeah. No? <laughs> 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 okay. Yes. Oh God. Okay. Um. Let's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll go there. I mean, special guys, right? guys. Okay. Yeah, you're. Yeah, We're making my podcast. Do you want to say hi to my podcast? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, you guys can leave now. 
podcast. Julian, it's not. I go, I go, I'm getting a sharp pain in my back. Good. I'm gonna die. Shoe, shoe. Hold on, I'm getting a freaking sharp pain. <laughs> okay, moving on with this. You get more sexual with older men. No, it doesn't have to be contacts really quick. It doesn't it doesn't have to be specifically like old guys. It can be anyone older than you. Oh, that's true. I'm assuming it's like I mean, someone I don't know the range. Well, um, if anybody's from like the government or cops listening, she's lying. Um, they're 17. Uh, it's under the age of consent. Ooh. I know. This one needs to be accentuated very much. You're more comfortable seeking validation from an emotionally unavailable man. Or a good Holy, literally every guy's emotionally unavailable and I have this need to pick them. It's funny because I'm the most emotionally unavailable well, person in this friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're technically in a relationship right now. Like, you can't, like, say anything. Like, mm-hmm. we're literally in a relationship right now. Like, like if generally, if she gets a boyfriend, I get involved. And I'm like, okay, what do you plan to do with my girl? It's like, so seriously? True. And if I get him, if I get, not even, I haven't had a boyfriend, but, like, if I get into myself in this situation, which I have, or friends with benefits, she will know everything about the person and their makeout game. Like she will know everything. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. But she will get like a detailed like response. Like she gets like, overprotective of me when I get a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, okay. Like, remember what happened with your ex? And I need to tell them I will murder them and end their like, life. Honestly, I will. Like literally any of my friends, not just you. Like, of course I love you. Like to any of my friends, I will genuinely Guys, guys are girls. They don't think I will hurt them. I know people feel, and Kaylee knows that. I kind of involve myself into very um interesting people, and you know they can deal with deal with shit for me. You know. Period. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be scary, but yeah. You're that. But never really present, and you never felt good enough. <laughs> My dad is a different story. That is a whole like. Oh, he was just very emotionally distant from like a young age. I grew from being like a daddy's little girl to like cross distancing, and I just have had a very rocky, you know. Yes. That's all I can describe it. Okay, and the last one, you consistently involve yourself with emotionally unavailable and narcissistic men. Um, And Chicken Little, however you guys chose to address him. (laughs) Are you guys talking about that? How did you know? (laughs) I know, sweetie, I know. Because I'm right here. My name is Daddy Issues. Okay. To be honest, me and Fluffy would get along. We both embody Daddy Issues. You both embody daddy issues. I so daddy issues? Yeah. <laughs> so do I. Like, <laughs> like it's okay. Period. But then when you give it Should to I me, make a club? <laughs> but then when you give it to me, stop it. You're doing too much. Blocked. Yes. She blocks oh God, guys. Who? Your sister or me? My sister. And you. <laughs> <laughs> like what? 
you that was really a question well, yeah i want to block the guy called you mamas i literally blocked him he called like, you mama, like that. you blocked him oh god i hate that dude me too <laughs> i can't he called me prince he called <laughs> The issue with me is I'm like very upfront with how I feel sometimes. Chicken little. Chicken little. It scares me sometimes. Oh, oh lord. Very narcissistic. Very toxic. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, let's like get away from chicken little. Girl. It's okay. It's gonna be a fun one. Okay. People love hearing us talk. Really? Oh my god. Love you guys. Yeah. Hey. Wow. Oh, that was spicy. Okay. <laughs> it's like besides Chicken Little, who one other guy embodies, like fell into like my daddy issues. Like besides Chicken Little. Shit, there's so many guys. Where do we even? I okay, know. Are we talking about guys I like? Wait, hold on. There's like three categories: the guys I've liked, guys I dated, my situation slash lanes. Which one? Yes, I have have been in more situations that than relationships what about it <laughs> i think that is a sign of daddy issues just moving on very like quickly and just like wanting to do something with the guy and then yeeting out the door at the same time that's literally what i did today. <laughs> oh my I, god i move on too fast you really do honestly me too though i feel like i never move on i just kind of realize i never liked them Mm-hmm. Or just think of like X. Do you want to know one of my X? Yes. Um, it's when, like I imagine like okay, yeah, I imagine having sex with them, and I imagine like as we're switching positions, like their like toenail or something really scratches me. <laughs> toenail. <laughs> like imagine seeing like a toenail like scratch. Ew. <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay. Yeah, it helps you get over them, you know. Yes. I see why. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Okay, let's just not get into like, any specific guys, but let's just say all the guys, they're all very anger issues. Oh my god, anger issues. Like, they're all the type of guys who punch walls. Like, I wouldn't get scared. I'd just be there, like, do that to me. Me? Oh, Lord. Oh my god. <laughs> so true. Like, honestly, I just never got scared because I'd yell, oh, do you remember? I feel like I manifested, like, my daddy issues in a way. Like, you know that song that Jade sings in Victoria's where she's like, you uh, you don't know me? Or that song, you know? She sings the back. It's like, I push you and I push you back or whatever that song, you know that? I used to sing that song religiously. I felt like I manifested that because right now, if a guy gets mad at me, I'll yell back. I'll be like, what about it? I'll like if he's taller than me, I'll like stand on like a shelf and be like, what about it? You know? Yeah, you really manifested that. But I okay, I love Jade. Mm-hmm. I loved her. From Victorious, please. Mm-hmm. I was in love with Beck for like a hot minute. Don't mm-hmm. don't bring it up, but mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my god, his hair. Yes, I'm sorry. I wanted to stroke his hair. It looks so soft. <laughs> that sounds so weird. Run your hands through it, like. I f- okay, my family has like this whole thing where hair is like the most important thing to us. Mm-hmm. Girl. Anyways. Huh? What? Nothing. Oh, but the hair. 
important to me. It's literally my life. I'm would die for beautiful hair. If she woke up bald, she'd literally just kill herself. I would. I, uh, like, honestly, I'm looking for an excuse to kill myself. And that would be it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Gee. laughs> um, that just turned dark. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you said it, she said it just turned dark. Okay, but it's a quirky dark. <laughs> like, I'm low-key joking. But there's always that silver lining, you know? Yes, I, I get that 100%. Because mm-hmm. the fact I once, like, tried to kill. Oh, can I say that? Okay, I tried to, like, pass away by swallowing a whole bottle of melatonin pills. Melatonin pills? <laughs> Yo, melatonin pills! That's the way to go, bro. <laughs> Sign me up. You're smart, bro. I didn't think about that. <laughs> like the whole jar just kept getting like apple juice. No, apple juice. You just go into a deep sleep and wait. Do not even work because I'm getting used to them. So it's like it takes me like five to go to sleep. Girl. Oh. No, it was like one of those things. I'm like like show you today, friend. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, they definitely have to be high dosage. You did not hear that from me. But like, I literally took a whole bottle and I drank like the Capri Sun, like apple juice. And I was like, so when am I gonna go away now? Me, I like, just sat what? there in my room. <laughs> I'm like, anytime now. I'm like, okay, oh, let's unless, up, guys. What else did I try it with? I just tried it with like random minutes. I did not, I do not, I'm not advising this. I was very desperate and I was looking for different ways to die. You know, I wanted to be creative. Yeah, I remember one time, I literally, when I was like planning to kill myself, I was like putting on makeup because I was like, I'm gonna die pretty. Maybe. <laughs> and like a whole dress with heels with makeup <laughs> before I die. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, do we have to put like a, t- like a warning? We're sorry if we like triggers anything. Yeah, sorry guys, trigger warning. I'm so sorry. Trigger warning like, after the triggers happen. <laughs> There's a kid sitting, um, triggered, and all of a sudden, oh, okay, you guys said warning, all right, bet. <laughs> like, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll, like, I'll try to fit it inside before this. Mm-hmm, on the description or something. We'll figure it. Like, besides the pills, I remember, like, I think after we stopped talking, just in general, it was not after a guy. I was just so tired because, as you said, the daddy issues, they come in most emotionally as well. Like, you know, how she talked about how it affected me emotionally. It was really bad. And not just with, like, guys, just with people in general. And you know how I would deal with it? I'd go to school, I'd act all fine. And then on the weekends, I would literally drink to, like, black out and, like, literal, like, on someone's bathroom floor. And then come back home saying that I was just, like, really tired. I pulled out nighters with my friends studying for a test. Girl. That was really bad. Did I ever tell you this? Like, no. Kaylee knew, like, I coped with alcohol for the longest time. Yeah. So bad. It's honestly so bad. She brought vodka to school. Oh, yeah. I did that. I got drunk at school. (sighs) I don't advise that. It was really scary. And didn't you have to, like, drop me home? Do you remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God. No, boy, interesting time and I like cried but I mean drunk means fun like at one point I was like humping a tree and like being a stripper routine 
And then I started crying on like a basketball court because nobody loved me. Yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And I went and hugged random guys. I hugged Trevor. Do you remember that? Yes. Trevor was okay. Which is funny. That's fair. Yeah. Like, oh, don't do that. And you were like, too bad. Oh, yeah. So I stopped, but like, if any minor inconvenience comes, I just go and be like, vodka, what up? Yes. Miss me? No, it's not. Miss good. me? Ugh, don't, like, know. remind me. Don't mind me. Is that a dildo? What? Oh! <laughs> oh, it's like one of those massage thingies. Can you use it somewhere else? That's like a vibrator. You oh. better not have. My back hurts and I want to use it. I didn't. What? <laughs> Girl, I mean, you could if you want to, but like, let me know before I use it on my back. Oh my god. Um, anyways, so like, what other time have we covered? We covered a little bit about the whole face. I don't want to go too much in general, like, into detail because that shit was very. I don't even know. It's very messy. Very bad. Very bad. Very, very, very bad. I do not advise it. It does not make you feel good. It just makes you, it just makes you like hide your feelings even more. And at the end, it just comes out all bursting out. Having, talking to multiple guys, it's not fun. It just makes you more indecisive. And at the end of the day, you can never really choose because you mix up your emotions. I don't even know if this makes sense, but literally don't have multiple guys. And here's another advice, which nobody asked for, is if you're trying to like pick between like two guys or three guys, never go with the first one. Because most people say, oh, it's the first one who you like the longest. No, if you had, if you like the first one and had other options, you never really like the first one. Yeah. You're just hanging on to them because you want them, because you like the idea of them. Jesus, I went so deep. Seriously. And literally never put yourself in those phases because it's very self-destructive. It's a way to self-destruct yourself and it just causes mental health issues. Really, it just takes you into a spiral. Like, just puts you six feet under. And like the amount of like the way I'm talking right now, it's like I never really uncovered it because it does affect a person. It's like losing so many guys for validation, just passing them around. I genuinely feel bad because I know. I heard a couple of guys' feelings, and it's not really hot girl shit, as Kaylee said to me, like, yesterday. Literally yesterday. Like, I had this thing where I can focus on one guy, but as soon as that guy, like, literally breaks my heart, I'll go back to playing boys, like, literal chess pieces on the board. It's it's a way I learn that I can use to, like, cope in a way, but it's not healthy at all. It's really not healthy. Like, it may seem fun. You're getting attention on guys, and, like, you feel hot, you feel beautiful, you can all these attention from boys. But really, are you? They're just using you for sexual gratification. They're not using you because they like you. They want to see your body. They want to jerk off to it and then go on to the next girl. And that's the real, like, truth, really, because guys our age, there's maybe out of, like, a handful, one or two want a real relationship. One or two really want to work it out with a girl. The rest, they just want to fit in with their guy friends. And, like, they just want what young teenage boys do. And I'm seriously getting into this because, like, I haven't really talked about how it affected me. Whenever someone would ask me about that phase, I'd just be like, yeah. 
I got so many guys. Like, yeah, I felt like hot shit. But like, how did that affect me mentally? I was like, if you went through Kaylee, how did it affect you? Like, I know, yeah, we're talking about me right now. And the next episode, we're going to get into you as well. But like, how did the hell did that affect me? It affects everybody differently, right? And for me, I felt like it took me a long time to like actually realize what happened. And like, be like, holy shit. Because it's really emotionally draining. And Jesus Christ, this really feels like a therapy session. But Okay. You know, it's like I'm getting everything off my chest right now, which is really nice. And I feel like to the 10 people who listen to this, thank you. Because we generally have a place, small or more, to people who we're reaching out to. It feels really nice to let everything out a little bit, to hopefully letting you guys know us more. Genuinely, those phases suck. Yeah. There's like go on and on. There's a, yeah, it's a whole phase with anybody really, but the guys in general. Like, yes, you may feel like you're in control. Like, you're the one passing around guys, right? But yeah, if you think about it, yes, you're passing around one to another guy. But what are they taking from you? They've seen you. Like, for me, I'm going to be honest. I have such news. Like, I'm going to be, have you, Kaylee? Yeah. Yeah, we're not proud of it. I mean, from the pictures, yes. Don't let them on. Don't but, it. don't do it. It's kind of, it's just, like, what do you get out of it? Like, okay, you send yours, right? And you guys dirty talk for a while. I'm like, damn, let me see something. And you see the thing. Okay, you see their dick. They see you. Like, what's next? Like, there's no relationship coming out. There's no sparks. There's no nothing. It's just, it happens one night and then you move on. Yeah. You know, it's literally, it's so like, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in our generation with this kid because even though we are part of it, like what happened to like the old school type of love you know where like guys like come up to your doorstep with flowers and not like period okay so i don't know where i left off but i just want to say like to literally anybody who's genuinely listening or not i hope they i hope you guys know your worth because genuinely i've struggled with it keely has struggled with it and it has affected us in many ways and i feel like mine really affected me in my little phase because i thought it was really cool to be honest i was like i was very like <sighs> the thing in that school i'm yeah everybody nice to me everybody like i'm cool with everybody really but like, they just looked down on me as if, like, I'm a little ugly creature that's, like, incapable. And I felt that way since I was little. And when I got to high school and I was able to get guys, I felt like it made me have, like, some power. Mm-hmm. Because I felt so powerless for so long. Not just with guys, not just, just in general. I just felt trapped. And I didn't feel like I was in control of anything. But, like, when it came to guys, yes, it's not in the way I expected. But I still felt the power to like use them it's not good but i felt some power and i genuinely apologize for any guy that i have hurt because i know i did because there were some genuinely good guys but my trust issues my my trauma really it's it scares me because genuinely even now if there's a really good guy who comes with me and says hey i love you let's be in a relationship i would love the idea of someone wanting to be with me but I have all these fears that I'm going to scare them away. I have scared away people. And I literally scared away someone yesterday. 
who really meant a lot to me. And I'm genuinely trying to hold back my tears right now, not because I'm not over them, because they I actually wanted something with him. Like I would genuinely, like I was a thing where it's like, you know how people say, okay, you know how people say, oh, I want him to be happy, even if it's not with me. Yeah. The mindset I had with this guy was, I want to be that person he's happy with. I don't care. I want to be that person. And I don't know if that was toxic. I don't know if that was like controlling, but I just genuinely wanted to be happy with him, no matter what it was. And like, when you, I felt like I truly loved the kid, to be honest. I felt like I truly did. Not with like Chicken Little or Prick or Pickle, whatever I'm calling him this episode. I really felt like I loved this guy. And you know what? I'm going to continue to support him on the sidelines because I know he's going to do great things. But, you know, it kind of sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> Literally, like, this just turned into a sob fest. I'm so sorry. But, like, you just, like, I just hope. Now I feel like I turned into a person who's like, I hope he's happy. Whatever, if he, like, finds someone or, like, He's truly gonna do great things. Like I got to know him and I'm still getting to know him. But I know he's gonna do really good things, right? Yeah. It's just like, why am I crying? Like I cry for everything. It's really bad. Okay, we like it. It's healthy. It's like the first time I'm like being vulnerable to like people besides you. And I feel like this is gonna go past like an hour because that's like more to say. It's gonna be boring, but like, like, I know he's not going to be listening because I don't think he cares, but like, like, when I told Kaylee, when I told you I loved him, what did you say? Because this guy, okay, the thing is, this guy generally feeds into my daddy issues, but I still said I loved him. What did you think of that? I was more like, okay, that's not healthy. Because, <laughs> like, I could see that you were more obsessed with him than like a normal person would be mm-hmm. you overanalyzed literally everything he said and told you mm-hmm. and then you asked me okay but what does he mean by that like okay Calm like, down there. yeah i feel like i don't think i was really obsessed i just wanted to understand him because i was like yeah they could go under i just wanted to understand him because he was a guy who was very few words and he had very double meanings under every single thing he said and that's why Keely's very good at analyzing stuff. And even if she says something I don't want to hear, I'll ask her again. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Validation again. Yeah. But as I said, he's a good guy. Just not for me. You know? I mean, I feel like I feel like in a way he helped me mature a lot. Like he definitely taught me a lot of things that I'm gonna like take forward in my life. And you know, I feel like it's okay, in a way, yes, this was unhealthy, but in a way it was healthy for me. Because I matured from the last time I thought I actually loved him, but I didn't. Yeah. This time I actually fell in love, which is fine. It's fine. Heartbreak make character. You know, that just adds on to my trauma, which makes that spicy. So, like, if any guys want to, like, hit me up, you know, just letting you guys know, I'm very dramatic. I have a lot of trauma, but you know what? I'm spicy, guys. Like, hit me up. My snap is T-A-P-P-I-T dot 32. Hit me up. Gotta advertise. But yeah, I think that's enough about the soft ass. Like a tear came out. Like, did you see like a tear come out? The literal tear came out talking about this guy. But yes. Feelings are gross. 
I felt that. I really did feel that. So like, what else did we cover before? There's one more thing we missed, right? There has to be one more thing. There has to be. We're just very forgetful. Um, okay, we covered the health phase. We covered the alcohol addiction to escape boys. Um, let's talk, hmm, what else is there? Let's talk about my ability to like want relationships but be scared once I get into them. Oh, yeah. That is a story. So bad, but. Kaylee, have I ever been in like a good relationship when I was sure. friends with you? I don't, not that I remember. Because I was never in one. My shortest relationship today, to this day is 24 hours. I broke up with this kid in five class in seventh grade because I wrote him a note on a sticky note saying, hey, I don't like you. I like your best friend. So, <laughs> this was people who best friend. 16 hours. For you or for me? Me. Oh, mine lasted two hours. Yes, I'm expecting that. Yeah, I regretted it as soon as after. I looked at the guy, I was like, hmm, do I really want to? Hmm. Okay, let's talk about the fact we passed around so many guys. And we didn't even intentionally mean to. We're not going to use names, but I'm going to look at you eye contact. A, in eighth grade, Indian kid, younger mm-hmm. than us. Yeah. And the blondie. Blondie. You remember Blondie? Boone Acres? Yeah. Blondie. Then we got uh, Kristoff. <laughs> then we got, do you remember Gabe? Bro, oh my god, I forgot to tell you. Oh, what? I saw him one day at a at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. No. Yes! Hang on. Okay, I was with my sister, right? Mm-hmm. I we had just finished working out. Don't judge us. Yes, we did eat Chick Fil A after we worked out. Deserved it. I was in freaking workout clothes. Oh no, I went to the chiropractor, and that's why I had my workout clothes. Okay, I went to the chiropractor, went to Chick Fil A, and was ordering my food. We pull up to the like f- place where they give us our food, and we're like about to leave. The guy like hands us our sodas. There's like a girl, give like doing the transaction, and then the guy comes up and says here are the sodas he looks at us and he stares at me and I automatically oh. look at his face and I was like nope I already know who that is so I go down to my phone and I'm like I'm not I'm not trying to do that because <laughs> I blocked him out of nowhere and I did I that too yeah I forgot to block him on freaking Instagram Ooh. and he's like sorry if I did anything blocked him there too as soon as he said that I read it and did not respond so he guy's staring at me, and I turned to my sister, and I'm like, bro, I know that dude. And she's like, is that why he was staring at you? And I was like, yes. Yes, that's why. <laughs> it was so awkward. I was like, uh. Damn, like four guys, Kaylee. Four. Yeah, it's kind of sad. We forgot to add T. <laughs> Five guys. And I'm currently focusing on him right now. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Wow. It's okay. Wow. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, whoa, to wrap this up in like a little tiny bow, what are we going to wrap up on? I hope this helped you guys understand me a bit more. I'm 
Like, I'm a very closed off person, I'd like to say so myself. I'm very extrovert. I like to keep some things to myself. And I hope this made you guys understand my daddy issues. Yeah. My entire personality at this point. It's yeah, it, it really is my entire personality. And I really like to make like a whole last warning. I hope it's not sexualized because it's the effects are really real. Really, really, really real. And they can affect a person a lot. And daddy issues come in made in very different ways. And it's never okay to tell someone, oh, you don't have it just because you, you and your dad do this. Mm-hmm. But then again, don't be that person who just says you have daddy issues just because you had one minor disagreement. Yeah. But be careful on how you use it. And I hope you guys know that. And I hope you guys know another lesson I hope you guys learned from my mistakes is that never use guys. Like, yeah. me, guys use you. Yeah. Girls use guys. Yeah. Just don't use people. Like, use, like, yourself in a way. Like, push yourself. Motivate. Does that even work? Can you, like, use yourself to, like, push yourself to motivate yourself? Yeah. Like, can that, like, happen? Yeah, do, use yourself. But genuinely, like, when you're in the office, I, someone who is a retired Hokies veteran, you know, mm-hmm. it really does nothing. It boosts, right, Kaylee? It just boosts your confidence at that moment. It really you does. Know? Like, it's like a withdrawal. Like, I feel like we can compare the whole face like, to like a drug. Like the more and more you do it, it feels good. It feels great, right? Mm-hmm. And then like once you get away from it, once you stop it, it's like a withdrawal. You have this like whole feeling like, oh, you need to keep doing this. That's the only way guys will like you if you show your body. Like I think that was the biggest problem. I thought guys would only like me for my body, not for my face, not for my personality, not for my smarts, you know? That's how I struggled with a lot. And that's my sister in the back. But yeah, I feel like we're going to wrap this up here. This is layer one uncovered Akima. And I feel like we're going to continue to do this. I feel like the next episode, we're going to get to know Kaylee more, which is going to be really fun. I feel like, yeah, it's going to be traumatic for both of us to relive through everything. But next episode, we'll get to know Kaylee more. It's going to be fun. And like, let us know. We barely touched the summary we only talked about one aspect of my life and we're going to talk about mommy issues for Kaylee oh my god but this one work well so well together like I have daddy issues Kaylee has mommy issues she has the tendency to push people away no I have a tendency to push people away because I get scared she has a tendency to pull people in because she wants people but she can know more about our lives and us writing about like our traumatic experiences yep let us know. Let us know. So this is Daddy Issues with Hima. Yes, sir. Bang. Yeah. And like when we record next week, I'll let you guys know the update on the guy I'm focusing now. Yeah, we'll give you guys updates. Oh, Kayla, I forgot to tell you. This guy is literally like me though. He like attaches himself to people just like me. Oh. This isn't gonna work. And then we were in an old like friends with benefits type thing. So like Oh yeah. We can reignite that. So I'll give you guys updates. Yeah, period. Period, yeah. So is this where we end it? I think so. Yeah, I hope you guys have a really good day or night. I just hope you guys have a good day in general. Yeah, drink enough water. Stay healthy. Get enough sleep. Um, Take care of yourselves. Prioritize yourself. Yes, period. So this is Sugar and Spice. Find it now. (laughs) Period. Okay, bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.